Greetings, greetings, greetings. You are now tuned in to No Pork and All Pearls, a podcast for manifestation, a podcast for self-actualization, and a podcast that equips you with the tools to live your life by design and not by default. I want to take this time to give thanks to the originators, the ancestors, because if it, if it was not for them, there would be no me. I would like to give thanks to all the light workers, those who give the ultimate sacrifice of themselves to help individuals to reach their full potential. And I want to thank each and every one of you, the listeners, who continue to pass the word about the podcast and basically give me the motivation and inspiration to continue to do what I do. And just want to briefly just state that I really appreciate all the opportunities that this experience called life unveils on a daily basis. And the reason I say that is because every moment that we have on this physical plane is an opportunity for growth, for development, for us to further our learning and to evolve. Evolution is the order of the day. Evolution. You want to evolve. Because if you're not evolving, you're dissolving. <laughs> That's right. So we're here. So we might as well continue to grow. Because you're constantly in motion. Everything is constantly in motion. And if you're not ascending or going higher, then you're on a plummet going down and you're descending. And it's so much better to be in that high position than it is to be in a low position. I know I've experienced the lowness of times and I've experienced the highest of times and being in a higher position, in my opinion, is a more agreeable position for me. I'm back this week, off a hiatus from last week. You know, we're going through this on this time of transition. And because we're going through these transitions, things are constantly evolving and constantly changing. And there was a a lot going on last week and I wasn't able to be able to 
join you with the information that I wanted to share. But there's a time and a season for everything. And last week was a season for me to regroup and to just take time to, I guess, just become balanced and stable again. You know, at points and times we can get unbalanced and not even know it. Just you can just go to a go through a stage where you know you're leaning more to the left than you are to the right. And you know, I had to put some things in order last week. A lot of things was going on, but this week what I want to talk to you about is the secret ingredient. The secret ingredient. Now, this topic is basically derived from, you know, when many people, a lot of the old school cooks, or the, the old school philosophers, you know, they would always have like their secret ingredient to whatever it was that they was preparing. When it came to the cooks, you know, many of the mothers or the grandmothers or the great mothers, which is grandmother, they would um say, stay out of my kitchen while I'm cooking. And when they would present you with that food, the food would be exquisite. It would be so phenomenal. And you would be like, wow, you know, what does she put in this food, man? I can't get my food to taste how this food tastes. And it was always that secret ingredient that was added to it. Because you could have the same exact recipe. You can like, well, mom or grandma, uh, can you give me the recipe for uh, your greens? We'll just say that. And uh, she would give the recipe. And you would go and you would make them. But when you make the greens, the greens don't come out like mom's or like grandma greens. You know? Because she had that secret ingredient that was in there and when you're dealing with the philosophers and when you're dealing with the great teachers the great teachers would always present you these phenomenal teachings i'm talking about the teachings that stuck with you for your whole entire existence not like many of the teachers that you have in modern times whereas they would give you a lesson and it would be cool for a period of time. But then some years down the line, the whole thing kind of shifts and everything that you learn from that teacher, you have to relearn it and almost start over again. Because now the teachings are obsolete. Because although the teaching applied seven years ago, 
and you learn one thing, seven years later, you try to apply those same concepts and those same principles to the situation and you don't even get the same results. So what I want to talk to you about tonight is the secret ingredient. And yes, you know, with this teaching and with this secret ingredient, it's going to really help put a lot of things in alignment for a lot of people. I'm sure of that. Because without this secret ingredient, the things that you do, the things that you learn, and the things that basically you say will be meaningless. It won't even work. So stay tuned to tonight's episode of The Secret Ingredients, and we will be back after this short break, and we're going to dive into it on No Pork and All Pearls, and I'm back, and we're back to No Pork and All Pearls, and tonight we're talking about The Secret Ingredient, and I'm Real excited to share this lesson tonight because, you know, we on this podcast, I've talked about topics such as the science of love. You know, I've, I've dealt with that, talked about the importance of unity, you know, spoken of that a lot. And I've also spoken about the importance of just mind, science, and heart and mind alignment, having them to work on one accord. Now, in speaking of those topics, all of those topics are vital, and all of those topics are essential to manifesting and having that life that you truly desire and having the experiences that you truly, you truly desire. And it is hell for an individual to not be able to ever experience or receive, or receive the things that that individual desire. That's hell. Hell is to experience not ever being able to experience or receive the object of an individual's desire. That's hell. That's hell on earth. And many of us, we fall in the trap of wanting something so bad and desiring something so bad and we sometimes find that thing out of our grasp or we're not able to obtain it and it's one simple 
reason why we're not obtaining that thing that we desire. We're missing the secret ingredient. We're missing the secret ingredient. And this secret ingredient is the thing for centuries and eons that has eluded so many of us. And we've tried and we've tried and we've tried to do so many things. And we've just, we just have not been able to accomplish certain things because we was missing that secret ingredient. And you would say at this point, well, what is this secret ingredient that you're speaking of? And this secret ingredient is the thing that the ancients knew of. And they knew that before you can do anything else, you had to have this. There can be nothing done or accomplished before you had this secret ingredient. Now, one of the things that I enjoy and that I, I love to do is baking. Like I love to, to bake. Baking is almost like a therapy for me. Like I don't know how many of you know what I'm talking about, you know. I don't know how many people have ever experienced the joy of baking, but baking is is, is a beautiful thing to me. Like I really enjoy the whole process of baking. And I enjoy baking cakes. And many people have many different recipes for different cakes. Many different recipes. You can go through many cookbooks. You can go to many websites. You can even go to many individuals who would share their secrets when it comes to baking. And you will find a plethora of different recipes. But what I found in baking, even when baking a cake, there's this one secret ingredient that some use and some don't use when it comes to baking a cake. But it makes the world of a difference in that cake when you use it. Now, I'm going to just say that salt, S-A-L-T, salt, a pinch of salt, just putting a little bit of salt in your cake batter, just a pinch or two, you know, not too much, just a pinch like the, the elders would say, or the ancients would say, just take a pinch of salt and just put it in there, put in your batter. A pinch of salt makes a world of difference when it comes to the fulfillment of that cake. And it's not just for the flavoring and it's not just to balance the sweetness out. That's what so many of us think and so many of us have been taught that, oh, it's... um. The salt is going to balance the sweetness out. And it, it, it just may do, may do that, you know. It just may do that. Salt just may balance the flavor out. But 
that's not the secret ingredient. That's not what is really making. That's not what's the whole concept of putting the salt in the cake is all about. The putting of the salt into the cake is actually adding essential minerals, essential minerals for the body into your mixture. These minerals that's being included in your cake are the nutrients that your body needs to help rejuvenate your body, to help replenish your body, to help activate certain portions of your body that needs to be nourished. The salt, the minerals that's being added to that batter, it actually gives you, like some people would say, life. It gives you more vitality. That salt is so essential and just only a pinch. All you need is a pinch, baby. You just need a pinch. That's what they would say. Just put a pinch. Don't put a lot. Just a pinch. You know, that's all you need is just a pinch. And just with that pinch of salt would add whole new dynamics to your mixture. Now, what I'm talking about tonight is that pinch that we need for our life. That pinch that we need to add essential production in our art of manifestation. And what that secret ingredient is, that secret ingredient is purity. The secret ingredient is purity. That's what it is. Now, I've given... I've given you the secret ingredient on the podcast that I don't really hear many people really talking about. You know, I hear people talking about love. Not much, but they do mention it. I hear people talking about finance. I hear people talking about protesting. I hear people talking about Fighting the system. I hear people talking about standing up for your rights. I hear people talking about voting. I hear people talking about ownership, entrepreneurship. I hear people talking about all type of things. But whatever happened to purity? Because purity is that thing that without that, Nothing else will be successful. Nothing else will prosper without purity. You must have purity. Purity is that thing that makes the way for an individual to receive what is their just due. The thing that you desire, you got to have purity to receive the things of your desire. 
So when we come back in the next segment, we're going to break this whole concept of purity down because purity is vague. It's a vague term because when we're talking about purity, there's levels of purity and purity has to be performed in certain areas within your life. So stay tuned as I take a short break and we're going to continue with tonight's episode, The Secret Ingredient on No Pork and All Pearls. And we're back to tonight's episode of The Secret Ingredient. And in the last segment, I introduced to you what the secret ingredient was. And that secret ingredient is purity. But there's levels to purity. And there are certain areas within your life that you have to have purity in if you want to manifest the things that it is that you are actually desiring to manifest. And remember, hell is to never be able to obtain the object or things of your desire on this physical earth plane. That's hell. So understand that and know that. So when people talk about going to hell and experiencing hell, when you truly desire something and you truly, truly have a burning desire to obtain something and you never are able to obtain that thing, that's pure hell. But the first thing that an individual must have when we're talking about the secret ingredient of purity is you must have purity of heart. You must have purity of heart because none but the pure in heart can recognize their desires. None but the pure in heart can recognize their desires. Now, Many of us, we want to make a difference on this physical plane. We want to help others. We want to accomplish great goals and objectives. We want to make a difference. However, however, if you don't have purity of heart, you will always fall short of those things that it is that you're trying to do or accomplish. And in order to teach others, you must be pure in your heart. You must be pure in your heart. You can't give something to someone else that you yourself don't possess. You can never give something to someone that you yourself 
do not possess. And that's been one of our downfalls. As humanity, one of the things I've noticed, many people say things like, do as I say and not as I do, or they try to tell others or project upon others the lessons that they've learned. And really and truly, the individuals who proclaim to have learned the lesson really themselves have not learned the lesson because they haven't mastered it themselves. They hadn't mastered it. But they're trying to tell others what not to do because they've been through it. What I've recognized and what I've learned, that individuals who truly have mastered lessons understand and overstand the importance of allowing others to go through their process so that they can learn their lessons. Because believe it or not, believe it or not, many of us who have gone through the process to actually learn certain lessons, we are actually grateful for our process because had it not been for the process, we would never have known for ourselves that these things are real. And I can speak for myself. After experiencing many different experiences and learning many different lessons, I am so grateful for each and every lesson because with each and every lesson, it brings a new level of blessings or blessings into my life. And as I stated in the, the intro, ascension and being in a higher position, I found is so much agreeable for me than it is to be in lower position. And it's a need for ascension and it's also a need for descending because sometimes you have to sit down you know standing is always a great thing standing on your square standing up for yourself standing for your rights standing for your values and standing for your morals all those things are Definitely important and definitely is a place for it. But then there's also a time for humility. It's a time to take a knee. It's a time to sit. Because when you sit, you're placing yourself in a position to learn. You're placing yourself in a position to be able to soak up more than what you previously held. And also, kneeling is an opportunity to rest. It's an opportunity to regroup. It's an opportunity to assess, you know, take an opportunity to assess the situation. For example, one of the things in the military formation, in the military formation, many times soldiers will take a knee. And they take a knee for a period 
where they can rest. Because soldiers stand a lot. They're on their feet. Hence the term foot soldiers. They do a lot of things on their feet. But when you take a knee, that's your opportunity to regroup, to revitalize, and to get a second win. And also just to kind of take an observation, take an observation and look around. In the military, when they would tell the formation to take a knee, it was mostly for a period of instruction or for the individuals to look and observe something that was going on. So when we're talking about purity of heart, we're talking about purity of heart, you must within your subconscious and within your essence, you must have pure intentions on the work in which you're trying to do and the work in which you're trying to perform. Whatever it may be, whatever it is that you're desiring, you must have a pure motive and a pure intent before you go forth. You must start with purity. You must have your heart cleansed and your, your heart pure. Your motives must be pure before you can obtain whatever it is that you're trying to obtain. Because the thing is, is that if your heart's not pure and if your motives is not pure, those things will not last. It will be like building your castle on sinking sand. You'll be working against yourself. And although you may be building, but you'll be sinking at the same time. And it will not last. It will pass away. Just as soon as, as, as you obtain it, it will pass away if your motive is not pure. But when your motive is pure, these things will be with you for an eternity. And this is when you can build off of it. And this is when you can take time to share with others. But it starts with purity of heart. That's the first level of purity. Nothing else can last without that. So we're going to take another short break on tonight's episode of The Secret Ingredient of Purity. And we're going to come back and we're going to dive into another level of purity. So stay tuned to No Pork and All Pearls, and we'll be back shortly. And we're back to No Pork and All Pearls, and we're dealing with tonight's topic of the secret ingredient. And as we have come to understand that secret ingredient is purity, in the last segment we spoke of having purity of heart, but not only should an individual have purity of heart, but an individual must also have purity of word. They must have purity of word. Now, when I talk about having purity of words, we know that words have power. And words are also seeds. So when you sow your seeds, you're responsible for 
those seeds that you sow. You are responsible for those seeds that you sow. So you need to choose your seeds carefully as you sow them. And you need to sow pure seeds if you want to receive a pure harvest. Now, it is the nature of humanity for individuals to follow. Not to lead, but to follow. And upon following, humanity needs a pattern for their lives to follow. For instance, as we know, we have the four seasons. We have the season of spring, the season of summer, the season of fall, and the season of winter. Four seasons. As the season approaches and as the season comes, man adjusts accordingly, or humans adjust accordingly. The humans, by nature, are designed to follow the patterns that are set before them. It's when humanity does not follow the path, or they do not follow the design is when they find themselves in trouble or they find themselves facing stern adversity. Now, I know many people will say, no, we're all supposed to be leaders. We're supposed to be gods. We're supposed to choose our own destiny and we're supposed to create our own reality. We have the power to create our own reality. We are to chart our course as far as the things that we accomplish and the lessons that we learn. However, these lessons have already been laid out before us to learn. The board has already been set before we even incarnated. Look at your life, examine your life, look at where you are and see the things that are in position, that were in position within your lifespan that you had no control over, none whatsoever. However, the wise are the ones who understand the terrain and understand the position in which they find themselves in and they seek a better position and they use their ability to manifest in their God powers or the ability to create, to create a better existence or to create a better level of awareness in which they can navigate more efficiently within the parameters of the things that are set before them. When you're going against the grain and you're trying to reinvent the wheel, as they say, I mean, it's possible. You can do that. You can utilize your energy to do all those things, to recreate everything. You can do that. However, if you can actually learn, <laughs> if you can actually learn and understand 
how to navigate through the course that's already presented before you in a more efficient manner, in a more efficient way, you'll find yourself being able to go much further and using that same energy that you was exerted trying to reinvent the wheel. If you just utilize the wheel that's already invented and you master the wheel that's already there, you'll go much further in a faster time. And this is why many of us are evolving at rapid pace in this time. In this time, you have many people that are making huge advancements in life and they are being able to do so many things that many of them have never even dreamed or imagined was even possible 10, 15 years ago, 20 years ago, let alone 100 years ago. A lot of things that we're able to do, ancestors dreamed and they just desired immensely to be able to experience the things that we're able to do. That was hell. That's hell. Having those desires, having those aspirations, and never, ever being able to fulfill those desires. And we're able to do those things on a regular basis. Look at the knowledge that we're able to receive freely. Many people sacrifice their lives for information that we're shunning today. Like, many people just shun information. I'm talking about valuable information that can, like, really change their lives instantly. Information is shunned. For instance, like, when we're talking about the herbs are for the healing of the nations. Simple herbs, simple remedies can help rejuvenate your whole entire body. It can help your health and your wellness almost instantly. If you make your food your medicine and if you utilize the benefits of the herbs that were put here for the healing of the nations, if you just utilize simple herbs, you can find that you have a a more beneficial existence on the physical plane just because of how you are nourishing your body and that you're giving your body more vitality in which you previously possessed. All because you took time to replenish certain key nutrients and minerals and essential nutrients and minerals that your body craved for desperately. However, when you don't replenish your body, then your body is becoming deficient of those things. And you're experiencing a downward spiral of all the benefits and privileges in which your body possessed at one point in time. You find yourself not able to do those things anymore. Why? Because you are not taking time to put back in to your body the things in which it lost. And something as simple as herbs can do that. Certain herbs that are grown from the earth can do that for you. So we must understand that our words 
our words must be pure. And just to really talk about the importance of words, many people can speak like the mouth can say anything. And also a lie does not care who tell it. <laughs> so many people can say many things. But a block of wood <laughs> could do the same thing. Or a stop sign or a road sign. A road sign can say whatever it needs to say. So it's really not particularly word placement. It's about the power behind those words in which are being stated. And the power lies within the purity of those words. The purity. Where are those words coming from? That goes back to the heart. Out of the mouth comes the abundance of the heart. Out of the mouth comes the abundance from the heart. So when you have a pure heart, the words in which you speak becomes pure. Because those pure words that you're using and that you craft carefully and that you use with precision, those pure words are the words in which will enhance your ability to manifest whatever it is that you want. Many people are so focused on using extravagant words or using big words or using SAT words. You know, they want to use those type of terms to make individuals think that they are educated. And as we talked about in one of my previous episodes, you must become an erudite. You must become an erudite because education is more of a training. When you're educated, you're basically a product of domicile training or domesticating training a training to domesticate an individual to basically conform to whatever institution or school of learning or school of thought, all those things or whatever. Whatever those things say that you should say, that's what you say. But when you become erudite or use erudition, what happens with that is you become a scholar and you learn how to challenge concepts and you learn how to get to the truth of a matter and you learn how to compare and contrast and you learn how to actually get to the root of what a thing truly is. And when you get to the root of what a thing truly is, then you can make the proper decision because you know what it is. And when you know what something is, you know what tools to use and you know which words to apply to a situation. Like some people think that they need money to fix a situation or 
they need money to solve their problems. When in fact, you yourself are the money. <laughs> you are the money. You're the revenue. You're the thing of value. And many times, it's not the money in which you need. It's the thing in which the money can help you to obtain is really the goal. Some people are like, yeah, you know, um, I need this money so I can buy a new house. Well, what if you inherit the land in which the house is built on? What if you inherit or can inherit the land in which the house was built on? Do you need money to receive an inheritance? I mean, I would say no. You don't need money to receive an inheritance, but you need the knowledge and you need the competency level in how to obtain that inheritance and how to administer the estate of that inheritance. So words are truly, truly important and they must be pure. Your words must be pure. Why should the words be pure? The words must be pure because words have power. And you are held responsible for the words in which you use. Your words can harm. People used to say things like sticks and stones may break my bones, but words can never harm me. That's a misnomer. And that's that's fallacy. That's that's not true. Words can actually do more damage. Words can actually do more damage than physical. Than physicality. Or than weaponry. Words can last the whole existence and a whole lifetime and words can hinder individuals from reaching their full potential. If someone's been told their whole life that they're no one or they're insignificant or they don't matter, many people live an entire existence with these words in the back of their mind and they can never see how they could ever become greater than what they were told that they are. When the truth of the matter is you can be all that you desire to be. You can be all that you desire to be. If your motives are pure, meaning having purity of heart, and if you use the proper words, when you speak those things, when you use the I am principle, what's the I am principle? I am what I am. I am what I am. And when I say I am what I am is basically whatever it is that you desire to be, just know that you are that or I am that. I am prosperity. You know, I am abundance. I am love. I am perfect health. You become that which you desire to be. And you placed I am before that. You place I am before whatever it is that you desire to be. And that's the I am principle. And when you start utilizing 
words in that magnitude, this is where you're going to find your power. Your power lies within the I am principle. And that's why you must have purity with these words. Because whatever it is that you speak, these are the things that you will manifest. So your words must be pure. So we're going to take a break and we'll come back with the final level of purity on tonight's episode of No Pork and All Pearl, The Secret Ingredient. And we're back to No Pork and All Pearls, and I really hope that you're enjoying tonight's episode. We're talking about the secret ingredient, and the secret ingredient is purity. And we talked in the previous segments about having purity of heart. And we also talked about having purity of mind. And the final level of purity has to come with your purity of deeds. You must have purity of your deeds. And when we're talking about purity of deeds, you must understand that Individuals comprehend what they see and what they do. Individuals comprehend what they see and what they do. And before you can teach others about what they should be doing, you must be an example and you yourself must be doing the things that you desire to teach. You can't give someone something that you yourself don't have. I don't know how many times and how many different ways that I can even say it or not say it, but you must be able to help others by first helping yourself. That's the best thing that you could possibly do for someone else. I remember um, there was an individual teacher, one of the elders, and he said, the best thing that I could ever do for poor people is to not be one of them. <laughs> the best thing I could do for poor people is to not be one of them. And that's so profound within that wisdom. Some people took it as him being arrogant and took it as him being greedy and selfish. But in actuality, he was so right because how can you help someone who has nothing when you yourself have nothing to help them with? So the best thing that you could ever do for someone, if you want to teach them how to get, get out of a situation or how to survive or how to prosper, is for you yourself to learn those lessons and master those lessons of prosperity and learning how to prosper yourself and not just saying prosperity as a buzzword of talking about finances and and stuff like that i'm talking about manifesting so in order to teach others how to manifest you yourself must be able to manifest and not to basically like toot my own horn 
but um, the things that I talk about and the things that I share with others are always the things that I have done or am doing myself. You know, I'm not an individual who has um, poor health, not at all. You know, I see many teachers, I see many individuals who are struggling physically, but they have so much wisdom and so much information that they want to share with others and they're wanting to teach others and all these type of things. But them themselves, they're not really in the best shape physically. Or they want to talk about emotions or whatever. They want to talk about healing and emotional healing. But them themselves are not in the best position emotionally where they can try to help someone to become more stable in their emotions. You know, it's okay to be a wounded healer. It really is. It's okay to be a wounded healer because we have a lot of wounded healers. But it's even better to be a healed healer. It's even better to be a healed healer. And one of the things that I've learned about that is that many times when you are a healed healer, meaning that you have been through situations and you've actually healed from it, you have no residue anymore from those things that you've been through. You don't have the residue anymore. So many times when people who are going through a situation or they're faced with tough situations that you yourself may have been through because you don't have that residue on you anymore, many of them don't think that you can relate to what they're going through. Many of them don't think that you can relate to what they're going through because they see no evidence within you of how you had to go through those experiences or those situations. And that's where the scars come in at. Scars come in when you can show individuals like military personnel will say your war wounds. When you can show individuals your war wounds or your scars of what you've been through, then individuals can actually listen to what it is that you have to say because they're like, oh, wow, you have that scar, and that's an indicator that you have went through what I've been through. So let me take time to listen to what you have to say. But what about individuals who went through the situation and don't have a scar? Because just because you go through a situation does not mean that you have to have a scar. Many people go to combat and many people go to battle and they don't get shot. You have some soldiers who get wounded. And I think many of those people, they get purple hearts. But you have many people that go through combat and they never get wounded. And they get accolades as well. So... We're talking about your deeds. Your deeds have to be pure. And when your deeds are pure, when your deeds are pure, people will start to see the manifestation of your action. People will start to see the manifestations of your actions. And this is what will give you the right to share with others. 
And this is what will give you the right to teach others because of the manifestation of your actions. And when your actions are pure, you will receive positive manifestations. And guess what? Many times you will be forgiven of your previous sins or your previous shortcomings where you have failed in the past and you may not have had success in the past. When your actions are pure and you actually have the right knowledge that you apply to your purity and you do it in love, you're going to get the right results or the desired results. And when you receive those desired results, others will see those results manifest. And when others see those results manifest, then others will want to do the things in which they see you doing. And that is your rite of passage that gives you the right to share with others. So you must first master what it is that you're trying to teach. But your motive has to be pure. If you want to ever get to that level of mastery, you have to be pure in your heart. Pure with your words and then pure with your actions of what you're doing. Because as you're doing these things, you will get more things added to you. All because your actions are pure. And this is the right. This is the right for an individual to basically be a healer. This is the right for an individual to basically be a teacher. This is a right for an individual to be a leader. Leadership is something that is earned. It's not given. It's not a given title. Being a leader is not a given title. Being a leader is actually a right that is given to you by nature. And it's a right that's based on you taking the time to learn the lessons in which you need to learn and being able to guide others on a path in which you yourself have embarked upon. It kills me when individuals try to force others to do things that them themselves have not done or are not willing to do. That bothers me. It bothers me in a major way. And it bothers me so much because I see so many individuals who become victims of predatory teachings or individuals who prey off of individuals who are not emotionally stable, who are not financially stable, who are not mentally stable, who are not physically stable. You understand what I'm saying? It's like these individuals who are not in the best position are being preyed upon by individuals who may have a little bit more information than the ones who are in the lower positions, but the information that they use, they use, utilize that information to take advantage of others. 
And you have so many individuals that fall for this. And they suffer the consequences from it. They do. They do. They suffer. But someone has to come forth and someone must teach individuals that them themselves have the ability to wash. What do I mean by wash? To cleanse themselves. I mean, you can clean yourself. You don't have to rely on others to do things for you that you can do for yourself. But I can't teach others that they can wash until me, myself, have learned how to wash. I have to learn how to cleanse myself. So I have to learn how to cleanse my own temple, cleanse my body. We're talking about actions and deeds, right? So I can't tell someone about being healthy and about cleansing their temple if I myself is not healthy and not clean. My temple is not clean. I can't tell others about making your food, your medicine, and all these type of things if I myself am not using food to be my medicine. Like, how can I tell someone that let your food be your medicine, but then I'm popping like 10 and 15 pills a day so I can be healthy? I mean, come on, really? I mean, real talk, like, man, I don't know. I don't know. It's like the hypocrisy out there. And it is just so crazy because people are being exposed today. And I'm so glad and grateful for that. I'm grateful that people are being exposed to be frauds. But the thing that I'm not grateful about is that many people have put their hope and their trust in these individuals. And when these individuals let them down, instead of them taking time to learn the truth for themselves, they fall away. They fall away from the whole concept. Like many individuals don't believe in love. They don't believe in love. They don't believe that love is the answer because they've had their heart broken before or someone betrayed them or betrayed their love. So because they betrayed their love, they don't believe in love or they don't think that love is real when love is an energy. We, we spoke of that before, and it's not, <laughs> it, it's not a feeling or just an emotion. But, I mean, it is an emotion when you understand that emotions are energy in motion. But it's not just something that a person just feels. Uh, someone would think that, well, I'm not going to feel anymore. I'm not going to feel love for anyone anymore because I've had my heart broken. I mean, you're still going to have that energy in motion whether you channel it in a positive direction or use it in a negative direction, you're still going to have that energy. You know, we understand that the opposite of love is fear. It's love and fear. You can operate in love or you can operate out of fear. You know what I mean? You're either doing either or. That's polarity. It's either love or fear. Which one are you choosing? But the beauty is when you understand the balance. When you understand how to balance things and you balance how love with fear, you know, because, yes, you can be so blinded by the love energy and you can be oblivious to love, 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 love. 
that you never take precautions and are aware of things that are a threat because there are threats in this plane, in this physical plane, you know, there has to be boundaries. You have to set boundaries for things because that's the way of this plane. Like there are levels in which you're meant to partake in and then there's levels that you're not meant to partake in because it's all about what's agreeable and disagreeable for you and for your experience. And you have to be wise enough to be able to discern what is it that's for me. What is the things that I'm supposed to be partaking in? So that's why we're talking about purity in your deeds. Be true to yourself. Like do the things that you feel within yourself that's agreeable for you that you should be doing. Do those things. You must do those things because that's when you'll find your success. You can't find success in trying to emulate someone else's path. We all have our own paths. We're all different degrees of light and energy. We're all different degrees of light and energy. All of us. We're different expressions of light and energy. And we must, that's with a capital M, we must understand what our lane is. And we need to stay in our lane. And when you stay in your lane, that's when you're going to find your greatest success. But that's the secret ingredient. Secret ingredient is purity. Purity in your heart, purity in your words, and purity in your deeds. And when you utilize purity, this is when you actually be able to experience the manifestations that you're trying to obtain. And I know this for a fact because this is what I've done. And I've given you the secret. Like, I know it was a book called The Secret. It was talking about the law of attraction, which really is not a secret because you use the law of attraction naturally anyway, but you've just been trained to use it in a negative way. But the real secret is purity. You must have purity. Purity is the beginning of all things that you are to manifest in your life. And many times you can be doing all the steps right you can follow all the procedures. You can follow all the laws and all the rules of nature. But if you don't have that purity within, then it's, it's not going to work. It's not going to work for you anyway. It may work for someone else, but it's not going to work for you. If you don't have the purity within, then you're going to be in hell. And hell is basically having desires and goals and wants not being fulfilled through your whole entire existence on this physical plane. When you have those desires, those wants, those goals, and you have an insatiable desire for these things and you're never able to fulfill them, you've been living in hell. So it's time to come out of hell. It's time for us to experience heaven. It's time for us to be able to experience the things that we truly desire, not the things that someone told us we should want, 
not the things that we've been programmed to want, not the things that we see our brothers and our sisters wanting. What are those things within you that you truly want? What are those things that you desire and that you need to be fulfilled on your existence on this physical plane? Well, I really appreciate you for tuning in and joining me tonight for this episode of The Secret Ingredient. So stay tuned as we have tonight's ancestral archive on No Pork and Our Pearls. And I'll be back after this brief break. Thank you for tuning in to No Pork and Our Pearls. And this week's ancestral archives is Makita. Makita. And when we're talking about Makita, many of you are familiar with <laughs> the Queen of Sheba. So we're talking about the legendary Queen of Sheba has been known under various names at different periods. To St. Matthew, she was the Queen of the South. To the ancient Muslims, she was Vilkis. To King Solomon of Israel, she was the Queen of Saba. And to the ancient Greeks, she was the Black Minerva, Minerva, and the Ethiopian Diana. But to her own people, our people, she was Makeda, the beautiful. Makeda was the queen of Saba and also Ethiopia, which is located in southern Arabia. It is believed that the capital city of her empire was founded 100 years after the Great Flood. Makeda made many changes and she rebuilt the territory of Saba, spelled S-A-B-A, during her reign. There are many versions of the Solomon and Sheba story. This biography is based on the glory of the kings, a chronicle of the rulers of Ethiopia. Queen Makeda was very beautiful. She was exceedingly rich, and she was extremely, extremely wealthy. Her reign, she was alive in 960 BC all the way to 930 BC. So when you get an opportunity, please take your time and make it your business to learn about Queen Makeda, who many people have called the Queen of Sheba. So thank you. Thank you so much for tuning in to this week's episode of No Port and All Pearls.
And I'll be back next Friday at 7 with a new and a fresh episode of No Poor and All Pearls. So until next time, until the next show, I just want to leave you with peace, love, and shalom.